0: Shalom I hope that everyone's well and recovered from putting everything away from Pesach and and being on their way. As we wish everyone a good summer, a good a good summer. I had a little bit of a dilemma because last week on Shabbos and Yom we learned Parshas Zachary Mos. In Chutzlitz it was still Yamtiv. And they landed the Yams of, uh, of Kriya. And they're only landing Achimai's week, And I said, so Oh, they're really going to be reading Reza Hashem Kedashim. So, Which parasha should we be talking about? So after thinking it through, I think they're going to try to keep with the schedule of chutzpahs for now, because Khazar never hurts. And uh, often a person doesn't always get a chance to be able to look into the Pasha as much as they would have liked to the week before. So it gives them an extra chance to think it through, and for those of us that want to have something to say by the by the, by the Shabbos well, this week, they have. Also for those that will be learning Achim Reis this week in the Shem and Kol Okay, so Pasha's Achim Reis begins with the following pasuk: Shnei Bnei Ufnei Hashem, Hashem spoke to Misha after the Ptira of the two sons of Aaron, of Avil, when they brought a carbon in front of Hashem and they died. They were nefta And then we went into the Indian of, of Tazriam Matera, we took a break from that, and we come back to that Indian. And what happened then? Pashashmini, when they were doing when they were doing the Khanukita Mishkan on the eighth day when they were inaugurating the Mishkan, and they were about to come to the point where Aaron Achaim was going to bring the first carbonus. The Pasuk says, They took the kalim that they had to bring a carbon, they put a fire, and they put the terrace inside. And they brought a strange, a foreign fire. In front of Hashem, Hashalay Aisam, that they weren't commanded to bring. Vatei fire came out from from <coughs> Shemayim, and it went through them and killed them. and they died on the spot. They had to be taken out, carried out. The pasuk says, That's what Hashem said to us, saying. Be crayva with my beloved ones, my dear ones, my chosen ones, I'll be made holy. And for everyone it was very heavy and, and <laughs> to see the din of Tadiikim being taken place like this, and Aaron stood there like dumbfounded; he didn't respond. So talks about that myla of Aidem Aaron that the Pshat is that sometimes a person can be quiet, but you can see his disturbance just from just from his expression. Aunakai and realized it was been a Shemayim, he just stood there without any response but uh, he accepted the of Shemayim that his two sons were killed in front of him that Kashbahu uh, wanted it this way and he went further. Now the what Psha Bukaia Kadesh was my beloved was the chosen ones, the love of I will be made holy, I shall be holy. So now she says that Moshe was comforting Aaron. i Aaron. my brother, my brother. there I knew that the house of Hashem would be made holy by his close ones, his known ones. goes I would have thought the whole time i be I it's going to be near you. Now we see from here. And that they're greater than you and than the the than the both of us. that they were the ones that were chosen. it was Menachem Ma uh, Now the Medrash and Parshish Mais brings the Pasuk in Eif. Eiv was a big Tzaddik that went through this different different uh professional claim who exactly Ev was. But according to many of the it was a very big Tzaddik that went through a lot of <clears throat> to a lot of um, tzar a lot of yesuim a lot of affliction and Eiv says the Pesach in Perak Lama Zayin in Eiv <clears throat> also to this my heart trembled and I jumped from my place like the major says <clears throat> and I jumped from my place what was this thing that he was referring to that shook him up so much so, Rashi, so the Medrash brings that, that that what happened to the sons of Aaron and The Medrash says that said Titus of Russia, the Titus was a Russia. He went into the holy place of the base of The Chaver of Yadai, he had a sword that was stretched out in his hand. Gidus a parechus. he went straight through the parechus and and he and he stabbed the Peresus. and the sword came out filled with blood. Shalom, he went in peacefully. Yatsu he went out peacefully. Nothing happened to Titus. one of take a look at the sons of Aaron. they came in to bring a carbon. That was their intention. they came out all burnt like this. I the That's what, it means after the misa of shnei Arik. So Eiv <coughs> was 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 trembling from what he saw happening to the two sons of Aaron and of Vavil. So Pashtun, the the Pishat, and the measure would be that you have knowing that he was a big Tzaddik and he's trying to figure out why is it that he's going through all this affliction, all this trouble. So he saw that these two Tzaddikim, like we saw the Maish Rebbein who prays to Aaron and that they're on a greater level than, than, than Meish and Aaron, that they were killed because of, the, of, of some type of din that came by the Tzaddikim. So here, <coughs> how much more so by me, uh, Eiv, that I should be accountable for that and therefore that there was something that was frightening to him that was something that he trembled from. That's the passion so we can learn. But my, my Rebbe, Velabach, Finkles, how, brought from the Chida a different shot. The Chida wants to say there's something else that made <coughs> Eov tremble. The G'mon Sanhedrin says, that what was there's different shot of what exactly was the chet of Nodavavu that caused them to be killed. So Zimra and Hedrin says one of the reasons Shemayi and Aaron were walking on the ro- on, on on you know on the way on the road, but afreim, their nephews right, the 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 his nephews and Aaron and Kayin's children were walking behind <coughs> their father and their uncle. I'm another La another whispered over to Av and said to you know when's it going to happen that you know these two older people are going to die right let us wait for the day and you know we're gonna take over one day in other words uh you know right now they're running the the, the you know everything going on in the dar, but you know they' as soon as so don't worry we're gonna take over one day, and for that, they were punished now what shook up? He so much, because when he thought it through, he said to himself, Avil didn't do anything. Nadav was the one that said something to Avil, but Avil didn't say anything, and yet Avil got punished together with Nadav. So what do you see from here? That even if the person didn't say something, but if he's quiet, and he doesn't protest to what the other person's saying, which is incorrect, then he winds up being accountable for that as well. Now, what does it have to do with Yireh? Because he remembered the encounter that he had with with when with Pare. Well, Pare was contemplating what he could do. How they can go ahead and to stop this this nation, which is multiplying by the dozens, right? To go ahead and to stop them and to stop the Mashiach of Chal Yisrael, the Savior of Kral Yisrael, what could be done. And he got a whole meeting together. He had a meeting. He, he took counsel with Bilam, Yireh, and Yisrael. And the Gemara tells us, Gemari tells us in Saita, that when Pari was suggesting what we could do with these parasites, the Jewish nation that's here, that's that's going to take over Mitzrayim, Bilam right away said we got to kill him. And then there was Eiv and Yisrael who were there as well, dealt with what Bilam had said in two different ways. Yehov just kept quiet. He didn't respond. He didn't say anything. Bilam was like right away kill him. Yehov didn't say anything. Yisrael out of a protest, he ran away. So I don't have anything to do with this, he ran away. So Iel said, I see over here, that by Nadav and Avil, even though Nadav was the one that instigated everything by saying it to Avil, but the fact that Avil didn't stand up and make protest, that was something that he was found accountable for. So now I'm understanding why. It's, that's what his pachat was. His fear was, I'm understanding why. I'm responsible as well <coughs> for being quiet. So my Rebbe Robert Finkel asked, but how could you compare the two? How could you make a connection between the two? Like we said before, Nadav and Avil were really tzaddiki. Right? Nadav made a mistake. He was chayte. Now, maybe the time on Avil was, because Avil, being that Nadav was a tzaddik, it could be that Av, Avil should have thought to himself, I'll be my shpia on Nadav and tell him, what are you saying? You can't say something. Like, how can you talk like that about a father? How can you talk about an uncle? We can't talk like that. And he didn't say anything, <clears throat> so that's why he was he was accountable for for being quiet. But how can he associate that and compare that to himself where he was sitting with Bilam Marusha and Parai, you know He's going to stand up and say something that's going to change Paray's mind. It's going to change Bilam's mind. He knew exactly who he was dealing with. He wasn't dealing with a person like Nadir who was, who was in essence was a tzaddik. He was dealing with he was dealing with the Rasha Marusha, Bilam Marusha, and Parai, and he knew that by him saying something, he's not going to make a difference anyway. So, what? Why should that be the same time on him, like there was an aviu? So, Rabbi the brought the the following. He says that even though Eif wouldn't was not able to change the mind of of uh, Parai, the mind of Abila, but does he sight. If something really, really bothers you inside, then, you, then a person's natural tendency is to protest that even if he's not real to able to stop. Just to, 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 how could such a thing be? You'll see some type of disapproval, some type of reaction that's showing that it bothers me. The fact that Eli just kept quiet on some level, as big of a cyber as he was, on some level there was a fear on him that there wasn't enough pain inside him to stand up and make the protest. That was the kind on EOF. On, you know, that was the time in you view as well. But he had to, to, to show that whether well, you're going to change it or not, that doesn't make the difference. The fact is, is that I'm showing that it bothers me and that I have some type of, of pain from it. And, and that's something which we found by other places as well. Right? We see that if a person is just quiet and doesn't respond, that they want to being accountable for it, because if a person doesn't respond on some level, they're showing their agreement. I find a similar idea in Parshas Balayischa. We, we brought down also that by by when Miriam and, uh, and Aaron took counsel after <clears throat> speaking about Moshe Rabbeinu with Tzipora, and Miriam was the one that spoke, right? And and it said the person says, but David Miriam Aaron that both Miriam and Aaron spoke about Moshe but Miriam didn't, only Miriam spoke, Aaron didn't say anything. So Ebenezer Ezra says because the fact that Aaron was shy sick, and he was quiet on some levels, considered as if he spoke, as if he he said it as well. What do we learn from here? We learn from here, a very important insight that it's important for a person to allow his heart to be touched, and to be sensitive to the things that happen, and a person has to be able to Say or voice his opinion in a way. Of course, we don't antagonize. <coughs> we don't. We don't work up people to go ahead and make any type of massive But a person has to not be afraid to be able to say to stand up. And sometimes be able to say, I don't think that's correct to do. Listen, you could do what you want. I, 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 I'm telling you, I don't think that's the right thing to do. They hear that disapproval. They hear the thing that that uh, that that's wrong. That's showing that that bothers me something inside there. And that's the side of a yit. A yit has to be able to have that heart, that midlack, that becomes sensitive to the things that we hear. And that was on some madraiga where you have you have started to realize where his mistake was. As Hashem, especially during this time, during the first where we know that the Talmud of Akiva were lifted through this time period with, uh, which is the time for Avelos during Sfirot HaEmer, and they were all coming to Chachamim. But sometimes there's something in our sensitivity that there's some level of something that we have to be able to notice what the other person needs, how we can reach out to the other person and to be able to fig- figure out where is that void that needs to be filled. With Hashem, this should inspire us to be able to bring us to Avas Yisrael, Abbas HaTera, Avas Hashem, Bez <coughs> Hashem, bring us to the Gula, Shlema, and Hei of mail. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos and co-